Welcome to Humble Bazooka, the video game podcast. We are proudly part of the Rhymes with Geek Network. It's a collection of nerdtastic podcasts covering comics, movies, TV, video games, and more. Check it out at rhymeswithgeek.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I am JFlex, and joining me is Doomy Doomer. Yo. How are you? I'm good. Wonderful. So you picked up a new game this week, huh? I did. New The only game that is new this week. New-ish. Or last week. <laughs> yeah, new-ish game. But we'll get to yeah. that. First, you wanted to jump into some news? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do the whole news thing. All right. So some Drive Club news that I came across and I thought was kind of important. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few bits of information that were released by the developer via Twitter. He was answering some questions. Uh, yeah. I forget the dude's name, but whatever. Good the developer, Twitter. we'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so apparently, uh, the important thing for me was that it lacks any type of performance customization. Um, and I guess that means like you can't tweak your your car at all now and uh okay yeah all right so there's no 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 the, yeah he said the cars are basically built to real life spec yes they're built to real life spec and that this <clears> is not that type of game to be uh, like a customization type of thing right um and that was the reason behind not having it but i think it's because they're running out of time and it won't use a playstation <laughs> camera <laughs> <laughs> oh yes of course and it doesn't use a playstation camera i guess for like voice Stuff. Uh, I don't, wasn't, oh. the, wasn't supposed to take your picture or something. Yes, they they touted that at E3 yeah. last year that like your your thumbnail would show up as you're racing around. Yeah, and that was they said was just for like the tech demo. It wasn't ever going to be in the final. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. And there's a little bit of a snafu there because you can't actually show um, anybody your picture on PSN. You have to accept them as friends, and then you have to let them know your real name, and then they can see your photo. Ah, yeah, it's kind of stupid. Tricky. I mean, my thing is, I under- okay, I understand like if they can only see it if they're your friends, but having to have your friends then request your real name is kind of stupid, just for a picture. Yeah, it should be a separate thing. Like you know, show people my picture or don't show people my picture. It yeah, should be bundled with that. So, anyway, um, but the lack of customization, huh? Yeah, no customization. So I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm trying to think back to other racing games that I've played recently, and did I really care about stuff like that? And I kind of want to say no. That, that, I don't really that care. Was, that was going to be my question to you. Like how how big of a deal is the customization to the player? I technically I pretty much do not play racing games because I find them dull. Right. Uh, the arcade kind of racing games like Burnout, I'm, I'm in on. Uh, yeah, I'm big on the Need for Speeds because they're generally like Burnout. They're the arcade racer. And usually usually the type of upgrades you get in those games is sort of like a tiered system where you, you can unlock more and more stuff for them. Um, yeah, you, you unlock faster cars or fancier cars like well even within that like if you have a car you can upgrade its its uh speed you know its handling its brakes its suspension yeah see i that's the kind of shit that i I don't need now see it's cool though because you can really get one of the cars you love to handle how you want it to handle um but we're not talking about grand uh gran turismo customization here like we're talking about just like surface stuff gran turismo gets crazy like uh like i don't know the gap between the tire and the wheel well, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that kind of customization. I, I just that I just, that's I completely it. lost on me. And every time I tried customizing my Gran Turismo cars, they ran worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't need that. Well done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, so uh, I, so you don't you don't think it'll be that big of a deal then? I well, I think it's kind of a shame that like it's not going to have any type of upgradeability. At least that's what it sounds like um, for the cars. For the same reason I just said about like Need for Speed having those upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't really exactly say that there won't be that. He just says there won't be p- performance customization. So, and he did say there will be more cars available in DLC form. Yes, of course. Which. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to assume that you'll be paying for that, that that's not going to be free content that they're going to give. 
yeah, racing games today are really kind of like thin on content, and it's kind of a shame because if you think about it, they should have tons of content for what for the price they're selling it at. Because if you have, let's say, oh, I don't know, uh, even uh, any single player game that has ten plus hours, you know, you're you're you're, you're spending sixty dollars on content. And I feel like racing games, it's replay value, but it's not content. But they should have more content. And I feel like these guys well, are what sort more of running do you out want? of time. I mean, what's that? What more do you want? Like more more tracks? Uh, more more tracks, more cars, um, more but, stuff to do within. But the whole point of uh, of getting people to 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 buy more, like when the DLC packs come out, is you know to give you to start you off with less cars and less boards. Sure, and I think that's evil. <laughs> but it's the way they make money. On top of what's initially been put out. Oh, okay. Well, and that's the, if that's the case, um, they shouldn't charge sixty dollars a pop for the actual game itself. They should charge forty. If they're if they're cutting the main game down just so they can sell DLC, the games should not cost sixty dollars. Well, I'm not saying they are. They're cutting the game down, but I'm just saying that they're they're going that's to. It seems like you know if you go back to racing games um, of you know days gone by. They they had like tons of content, tons of tracks, tons of cars. Yeah, but there was no DLC then. But that's my point. You really. weren't you weren't you you're, know. you're proving my point really. You're proving my point that what they're doing, they they could include these things, but instead they're cutting it out to sell it as a DLC later down the line, and that's wrong because if they're going to charge sixty dollars for these games, which is full price, yeah, but they should include all the content. You know, the licensing for the cars and the, you know the the game production itself is costing way more than it did before. I so wouldn't say so. Is, Gran Turismo always costs a lot of money to to map out those cars. But just yeah. well, the nature of the beast is as technology improves, more and more resources have to get put into the game to make the game you know, up to par with what people want. I mean, otherwise you get shit like watchdogs. Yeah, well, and game prices have gone up. You know, I mean, they've gone up over the years, and... Sure, that, but that's just, that just that's more of an inflationary kind of thing, don't you think? Yeah, but... And since they see the DLC as another revenue stream, it's... So you're completely okay with spending more money for less content? No, no, I'm not saying... I'm really being devil's advocate here. Ah, you know, I'm not saying that it's better to do it that way. It's just I see why they do it that way. I don't. I don't. I think it's a dirty way of doing things. I don't I like think it's when a... you get like a thin kind of game, like take Titanfall. I mean, you had what five boards? Yeah. And now they're releasing at uh, what is it like ten bucks or something like that? A a, a shot. And you get you get you get a new like level pack or whatever they're calling it. You know, yeah, so, see, so that's, you're see, adding on to the, so I I I don't care for that in particular. Right. I know why they do it. Or at least I think I know why they do it, because you know, it's it's kinda like having in app purchases <laughs> when you when you download an app on the uh on the Apple store or the or the Android marketplace. Well that's how Forza Five was and you know that was an evil way of doing things. It, it's just it's a oh, no, I, I, business model that works in mobile because of the type the way mobile gaming is, how fast it is. It's 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 a short spurts of yeah. things that you do in mobile gaming. For a console game to cost sixty dollars and then to have in app purchases for things like cars, um, which cannot be attained other any other way, or it takes forever to obtain them, is kind of bullshit. Oh no, believe me, I I am I am. I'm with you. I don't like the whole, you know, I can win the game by basically paying, f like, uh, I can by buying the best gun, you know, before anyone else can afford it kind of thing, or can, yeah. can earn it in-game. You know, what, are they, what, are they call, what do they call it? Pay to win or whatever. This goes into another topic that we should probably bring up now that we're talking about in-app purchases and DLC. Uh, apparently GameStop is in talks with different developers about making GameStop specific content for games. Yeah. So you have to buy it at GameStop to get that content. Yeah, I did see that. It's, I mean, they kind of sort of have that little thing now where like, uh, I think it's in Destiny you can get, if you pre-order from uh, GameStop, you got uh, like um, a paint job on uh, your air bike. 
Yeah, but that's you know, but that's not. No, no, no. I know, I know what you're saying. I know, I know what you're saying. Like, but they kind of. I, I could, I. You could see the they were progressing towards this, but I don't necessarily know if that's. I mean, it would. Have if to that's be. if that's the way things go, like it's not, it's not good. <laughs> well, here because you'll never be able to have the same experience as everybody else because everybody buys from different stores. So if if Amazon has their own content, Best Buy has their own content, GameStop has their own content that's substantial. Mm-hmm. If it's a substantial thing, uh, again, I, I have to go back to that's like really a bad model for consumers. It's great for companies like GameStop and Amazon, but it's not good for us. No, but, but it's not. I mean, for us, I agree. But what they'll probably end up doing is they'll probably, after a certain amount of time goes by, I'll bet they'll make it available to purchase like that particular content through like you know either the xbox live uh or an xbox live uh i don't think so this was exclusives to gamestop they would never allow their exclusive content it sounded like they're trying to ramp up exclusive content so you have to buy the games from gamestop well and also places like target amazon and even walmart are probably uh probably cutting in too hard now well, games, GameStop is trying to change how it does business. Uh, unfortunately, that always seems to be like an FU to the consumer. Um, when you can buy a used game at GameStop for the same price brand new on Amazon, it just means that GameStop isn't paying attention or they don't care and that they're going to keep continuing to <laughs> charge an arm and a leg for a used game. It's like $5 less than the... the a brand new game, a used game. They paid the person half what they bought. They bought it for most likely. Yeah, but they're looking at it probably partially looking at it as instant gratification. Like I can walk in and just plunk down the cash and just turn around and have that game, as opposed to ordering it and waiting for it to arrive. Even though it really doesn't take that long to arrive. Yeah, you could order it from GameStop.com though. True. Not everybody orders, or not everybody walks to the the brick and mortar and buys from the brick and mortar. True, but I mean, like you you can't you can't throw a rock without hitting like four GameStops. Yeah, but I don't think that's what they really care about. I think they just know that they have this. I mean, they're a game store, so gamers uh, like to have you know like uh, places they go to, and this is the place they would go to because there's no other game store really other than like play and trade around here at least. Right. Um, so it's it's almost like a monopoly. So they they know that the gamers not almost. Are, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you know what I'm saying like it's kind of like they cornered the market and they're just bullying. They're they're using their power to to do this, and I just think that it's not it's not good for consumers, and that's what I care about. I don't care about companies. Companies cry uh, all the time about them losing money or you know. If they're not making enough more money this year than last year, when we, you know the consumers want to get screwed up and down with taxes and whatnot, so I don't have any sympathy for GameStop. Sure. <laughs> if, they're, if they're saying, "Oh, we have to do this to so you know to to make more money," you know, like I I have no sympathy to that. And I honestly, like I worked at the, that that company many 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 years ago. And it's a company that does not care about their employees. Uh, at least it didn't back then. And that was when they were software, etc. Right. And even now, like, uh, sometimes I'll walk into a GameStop and I just want to walk the hell out because their their employees are just obnoxious. Not all of them. I, I actually have ones I like to go to because I like the employees there. Yeah. But I've been to plenty where they're just, you know, douchebags. You know, they, they think they're like something special because they work at GameStop. <laughs> I had a girl tell me at GameStop, one of the GameStops near me, she argued with me because I was talking about um, a PS3 game. And it was also on Xbox 360. Uh, it was that Noir game. L.A. Noir? L.A. Noir. And I had said to her, I said, oh, I, I read online uh, a review that compared the two, and they said the PS3 version had a better fidelity with uh, textures and like draw distance. And she's like, no, it doesn't. And she like, was arguing with me because she was obviously a fan fan girl. And I was like, look, I don't really care what your opinion is. Uh, I'm still buying the PS3 version. So can you please ring it up so you so I can leave and never talk to you again? <laughs> <laughs> you stinky C. 
<laughs> on the flip side, though, like the GameStops I do go to regularly, the people are awesome. So, you know, it's not like I don't go to GameStop because I think that's an evil company. You know, I think all these companies are evil. Amazon, Target, whatever. They're all out to s- sell you something and make money off of you. Well, so that is not your friend. That is capitalism. <laughs> And I have no problem with that either, but like people align themselves to these companies and it's just like, why? They're not your friend. They don't care about you. <laughs> you know, it's like brand loyalty. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it with stores. I can I can almost get it with brands, but uh, well, anyway, stores kind of got kind of become crap. their own little brand, but yeah. Yeah, I I, I can see there. I can see the the problem occurring you know, with GameStop and other other comp- I, and I would assume, as you said, other companies will follow suit and yeah. have their own exclusives. Because what happens? What happens if GameStop has an exclusive? And you're like, that's awesome. And then you yeah. hear, like, within the same week, that you know, either Amazon or Best Buy or Target or somebody like they have an exclusive. You're like, oh, that sounds awesome. Or what if GameStop decides to charge five dollars more for theirs because it has uh, different content? So now you're paying sixty-five or seventy dollars just because it has. Uh, I don't know if they could get away with that. Just saying. I know. I don't know if they could get away with that. That'd be that'd be a tough one. I don't know. I think uh, for one, it would have to be really, really worth it to actually to pay more, because you then now have to, even if it's like five dollars, you know, because at that point, what's five more dollars when you're dropping like sixty? But in the mindset that anyone has, like you're still asking to put out even more than you already laid out. So you really have a hard sell to make them, you know, want and and think that whatever extra is on that disc is absolutely a must have. Yeah. You know, and if they get it, if you do talk them into it and they get it and they find that it, they feel that they were ripped off for whatever reason. And the Internet being how it is. You know, you can you can seriously hurt yourself as a well, company. Well, I, I think eventually GameStop's going to go away is how we see it anyway. They're, they're going to focus on different things uh, because eventually everything's going to be digital. It's not going to be a disc format. I would say the next generation will be just digital, digital downloads. You think? Yep. I think by uh, the next 10 years, next console generation. What do you do about the people who don't have internet? They're still out there, or or if they or they might have not the internet connection that we all enjoy. Well, I mean, there's PC gamers that are in the same boat, and they're still PC gamers. I know, you but know? they can still get a disc to install. Well, I mean, I think my my point is though that the majority of people that they're trying to reach have the internet. I mean, if you think about it, Microsoft really only makes money off of software and Xbox Live, if at all. I think a lot of the money Microsoft makes is from patents they uh, have that Google pays them for. (laughs) I really think that's the only place Microsoft makes money in that space. But anyway, um, if they do make any money off of Xbox Live, I mean, that's that's where their money is Mm -hmm. in the software, right? So I don't think they really care too much about the people who don't... I don't want to say they don't care, but I feel like they really focus on the people who are going to pay the money for Xbox Live because that's a returning thing for them. It's a returning uh, profit every year. They, sure. they make money off of that. So that to them I think is more important than you know Joe, somebody who does not have an internet connection, who's buying their software from a local store that isn't Microsoft, you know, .com or whatever. Right. So I, I think really like the, the piece of the pie they really want to grab are the people who have the internet. Yeah, and I, I do realize that the people with the dial-up connections still, or the slow connections, you know, or no connections at all, people don't have the money or whatever to to go out and buy a brand new system anyway. So well, those now you're starting to playing. get now you're starting to move into the argument or the, the a little bit of when Microsoft was originally saying that it has to be online all the time. And I'm it, not saying that. I'm no, not no, saying no, that's no, the right no, thing when, to say. when uh, what I can't think of the guy's name who was just like, well, then maybe you should, yeah. you know. No, no, I mean, that, I mean, he obviously said something before thinking he shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but he's also, you know, public-facing in this company. I'm just doomy-doomer. 
I'm just saying that uh, what I think is what they're doing. So, right. I don't think if you're if you're rocking a dial-up connection, you probably don't have the money for an Xbox One. So, well, when I first got my apartment, care about you. I couldn't get anything but dial-up. Yeah. Yeah, how many years ago was that? I mean, it was uh, granted, it was a long time ago, but I had yeah. it. I know I could afford it. And I had that was still in the '90s, wasn't it? No, in the 2000s. You got your first apartment? Yeah. Mm, I'm pretty sure it was like '99. No, 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 my own, not with roommates. Well, that okay, but still, when it, you were when, with your roommates, what did you have? You had a dial-up, right? Uh, I had cable. Yeah, cable modem. Mm-hmm. Well, regardless. But when I first moved to my own apartment, no roommates, there right, was right, a. Right. It was AT and T broadband who right. didn't have. They weren't giving internet. Uh, they barely gave cable because they were selling off the division to Comcast, and Comcast was you know. Working their deal or whatever, so mm-hmm. my only at the time hope, was literally, Earthlink. Yeah. Which was well. Here's the thing: awesome. if you're if you're a gamer who's going to play online, you're not going to live there. You're going to find a place that has the internet. That's just how it is. Like, it it's, it makes no sense for somebody who is a gamer who wants to play online to live in that type of area. If it's against their will, like if they're living with their parents, I understand that. But as an adult, and you, that's one of your things that that you do. That's not something that's going to be okay. And you'll find some other means to to do it. No, you see what I'm saying. But I mean, but. You know, when I did it, I, and obviously wrongly, I assumed that at the very least DSL was available in the area. You know, it turned out I was wickedly wrong. I mean, DSL eventually came in, but I yeah. This is also many many moons ago. So the 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 spread of broadband um, is is pretty wide. Yes, these days there are rural places up in the mountains, other rural places. You can't get that for location reasons, um, which is understandable. But generally speaking, I would say that most of America, the the larger cities at least, and larger uh, suburbs yes. have. Yes, yes. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, and, and I do agree fiber that. even. I mean, I'm getting 120 be, down. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree God's with sakes. you that downloads will be prevalent, that the physical media will be phased out because there's no point yeah i mean i would love and i I, this is why i love playstation network because i don't download necessarily everything i buy from psn plus Mm -hmm. not that i buy it but you know the free games they give you right i don't download everything but i'll buy it quote unquote buy it um because as long as you do that you can always download it later yeah it goes into your library what do they call it No, yeah, it's it's it is good, and it is, you know. But there are going to be people who, I mean, it, it took me a while to give in on not buying the CD. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm slowly music, moving. You know, I I mean yeah. now I actually I go first for the MP3 album because I just don't have the space anymore for CDs. You know, because they, they can take up room fast. Yeah, yeah, I can't stand it. I mean, you know, I, I have so many Blu-rays and DVDs that just sit on a shelf. Yes, exactly. So I do see, you know, where the media will, will move to a downloadable stream. Yeah. And sit in the cloud, as they call it, you know, un, it, until you, if you, in case you want to delete it, make room and download it again later and blah, blah, blah. Well, I love the idea of having like a, uh, a you know, a small library on my hard drive, my local hard drive, that I can just, you know, scroll through and, and then play real quick instead of having to put a disc in. Um, I really, with the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, the disc is just a storage device at this point. We're pulling all that off and putting on our hard drive, and it's really just a DRM thing at this point. That's all the disc is used for, to secure that you are the person who purchased this and that it is inside the drive, and that's, you know... You're not doing anything screwy. Right. That is really the only thing those discs are for today. They're not really for 
um, streaming off of them like they were back when uh, the 360. I, I, I mean, it's okay. I keep saying back when <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And they're, it's they're still being sold, but point is the the even the media is different than it used to be how it's being used is different uh in, now than even in the past 10 years or five years even right it's really just being used as a storage device from one point to another and then the drm handshake all right yeah okay did you black out? I did for a second. I was like, uh, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Handshake, uh, fading. I guess my point is they're they're not necessary anymore in my eyes. Like I, I just I'm I'm ready to move to an all digital as long as, well, we'll have that conversation I think, at another show. But uh, sure, yeah. N- no, I agree. I, it in the long run it makes more sense to move to an all digital format. Or collection, I should say. People are going to be hating on that. People will. Well, well there's some things it. that, you know, that you do get the cool package art, you know, or like, you know, box art. I don't art. care about any I'm, of that I'm stuff. I'm just saying, I, really there, I, I was one of those who were like, that was why I bought the CD. I still like the liner notes. I still like to see the package art. I still liked all that. I still do, but like I said, there's just, I have over a thousand CDs and, you know, there's just no more, there's just no room for them. If the cost of produc- production and producing a physical media like a disc and the printed materials that go into that and, the, the, you know, the plastic in the case, I'm sure it's minuscule, the pricing of that stuff. But if the cost that goes into that uh, gets subtracted when it's a digital format, um, I would be so on board. I would do it tomorrow. I would stop buying physical discs tomorrow. <laughs> if, if they were like $5, $10 cheaper. Uh, oh, absolutely. Digital, I would not even think about absolutely ever buying another physical disc unless it was something special. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But hearkening back to what we were saying earlier about the uh, downloadable stuff and uh, basically like, you know, pay to win kind of thing, mm. a certain Cliffy B has put out a little reveal. Has he paid to win? No. He did not pay to win. <laughs> well, we got a we got a concept art shot of Blue Streak. Well, Project Blue Streak. We're not really. I'm not sure if that name's going to stick or you know. Obviously, it just could be out there. Yeah. So this is the new free to play arena shooter. Yep. Like Unreal. I would assume, since you know, that it's going to be similar. Now Cliffy B seems to dislike consoles and console gamers um he's been outspoken about it <laughs> over the over the co- uh, couple of years he's been you know absent from the scene the gaming scene mm-hmm. uh and i believe this is going to be a pc only at least at launch it sounds like it that's what i was getting that that it was going to be a pc first per you know uh, a shooter <clears throat> but there was uh, he had a quote that i was reading on polygon which I think his brother's involved with, I think. Not, don't quote me on that. His brother's involved with Polygon, not, I think, not the game. Anyway, uh, he had said, because he, he did like a Q&A kind of thing, and um, he had noted that Blue Streak will be entirely skill-based, and he, had, he said he's determined to not do pay-to-win. Since this game is a shooter, he wants the one player who likes the game and doesn't feel like spending all kinds of money to be able to take down, you know, the try call it the trust fund kid that spent a ton of money to have all the stuff. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I thought that, I, I was I read that and I was like, I might buy a PC now. Yeah, kudos to that. Yeah, I mean I mean that's that is incredible. I, I wish most companies had that same idea. Yeah, well, it, I <clears throat> It, uh, it it makes perfect sense. I mean, you don't have. I mean, because that that can happen a lot in, in the you know in, in shooters where somebody comes along, just runs online, buys all the gadgets, you know, without even thinking, dropping. I get you could probably drop upwards of like uh, what hundreds. You could probably spend a lot of money. I I never I don't go and. I don't know. I, I've never spent money in in that stuff. So I I, I, I don't no either. Idea. I just assume that because I know. 
you can seriously rack up some debt in in-app purchases on mobile games. So I assume that you could do the same on, you know, full-on, you know, PC console games. Mm. PC or console games that, you know, just, you know, you could go crazy and just buying, you know, you know, uh, gold and then armor and then weaponry and, you know, all kinds of things or whatever the currency is to purchase other things in the game. You know? Yeah. So I, I liked how he, <laughs> I liked how he referred them as trust fund kids. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. Oh, Cliffy. And I actually liked the little um, picture, little concept piece of art that they put out. Where it uh, shows like uh, yeah. you know from the, a view of L.A. from the Hollywood sign, yeah, it has like this strange like electrical storm brewing off in the distance. And if I notice like throughout, you know, L.A. there's canals, so I don't know, I don't know what's happened, and and I mean and the disrepair that the Hollywood sign is, I assume that it's something bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But it looks like it's everything sectioned off with bridges and all. So I was like, hmm, this might, this might be a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope it's different. You know, I, I don't want another Unreal. Um, I hope it's a little different. I hope it has uh, more depth and more, uh, like, open... Not openness, what's the word? <sighs> I don't know. Sandbox? No, not necessarily. Watchdogs? God, no, no. Uh, like, just... Uh, Car racing? Like, movability. Be able to move around, not just you know on one plane with a jump. Be able to like really move around and do stuff. You mean like parkour stuff, like in Titanfall? Sure. I wasn't you know I wasn't gonna say exactly that, but just something new. It'd be nice to see something new. In fact, I'm a little surprised that he is going. Back. I don't know why I'm surprised, but I'm a little surprised that he is going back into the shooting genre. Um, kind of interested to see if he could do something outside of that. Well, since he's trying to launch a new company, I get it. You know, it's probably best to stick with what you know and then branch. Right, which is why the guys who did Titanfall, same deal. Right. Which is why we have such a why I have an Xbox that just has a lot of dust on it. <laughs> yeah, mine too. A lot of dust. Yeah. Sunset Overdrive can't get here fast enough. That's the truth. Seriously. But yeah, I I I I'm actually I actually think it's it sounds kind of cool what he's doing. I liked his attitude towards the you know the pay to pl- the pay to win you know and the whole free to play market. I think I I I'm intrigued by it and I'm 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 a bit excited. Like when it when it comes out, I'm you know, I'm really might consider getting some kind of PC to play it. Really? Yeah. I need a PC for other reasons, but well, maybe uh, he'll he'll do the right thing and make it Mac compliant, and you can play it on your Mac. Oh, that would be swell. <laughs> that would be more better. Yeah, and I wouldn't have to get a PC. I wonder if we'll go through Steam and have to run friggin' you know Windows ME Ugh. or whatever the devil is the kids are running these days. Uh, most video game, <laughs> most gamers, PC gamers are running Windows Seven. No, I know, just. I haven't, I haven't had to, I haven't had to have a PC uh, since Windows 2000 was around. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So you got a new game. I did. Well, that that came out this month. Sniper Elite Three. Now, it's funny because I had this game pre-ordered, and you, you convinced me to cancel it. I don't remember trying to convince you. No, um, you didn't try to convince me. You just ended up convincing me just while I was talking about it. Well, uh, and then you go honest, and then text me like, "I just got Sniper Elite Three. Well, <laughs> if I'm being honest, uh, Sniper Elite Two, which I played briefly on the PS3, steaming pile of shit. What'd you play it on? PS3. PS3. It might be great on the PC. I don't know, but on the PS3, it was a piece of shit. What was um, it that you didn't like that really turned you off? I it just felt horrible. Uh, I I just it, everything felt bad about it. <laughs> there wasn't anything I liked about it. Jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's that's pretty bad. I, 
I, I guess if one thing I could say I, I really didn't like about it, um, the controls, I guess. Well, that, 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 that can tear a hole in a game. Yeah, especially <laughs> a sniping game. I mean, if you're a sniper, you need to have decent controls. Yeah, you do. So, okay. Um, I was very hesitant about this game, and I made sure I did some research before I bought it. In fact, I waited. This came out, what, what two weeks ago at this point? Uh, yeah, I think it came, yeah, came out, um, no, not two weeks ago, because two weeks ago was, was June. Okay, it whatever. came out like, came out last week. I, I read reviews before I went out and bought this thing, mm -hmm. and, uh, from what I read, it was not outstanding, but a lot of fun, and it, it was, was a not lot better. ungood. Right, and it was a lot better than the, the previous efforts, so. You know, I was in GameStop and I was buying Doomy Jr. his Steam cards for his birthday. And I was like, ah, what the hell? Happy birthday, Doomy Jr. <laughs> he's he's freaking 12 now. God damn it. Yowzers. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I bought him a Steam card and a PC. Well, you Xbox bought him a PC? No, 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 no. Oh. Well, I, I bought him Steam cards for the PC. And I bought him an Xbox 360 controller wired for his PC so he can play it using controller. You know, he needs a new PC. I just gave him a new friggin' PC. He told me he needs a new PC. I just gave him a new one. And he's already making that damn thing overheat. Well, you're going to need to spend a little money and get him a better one. I'm not spending any money. He can get a job. <laughs> At 12? Yep. <laughs> get a job. All right. You know, it's it's not like the okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So you bought you were in buying Steam cards and a controller. I had some money left over my my GameStop balance, whatever my uh -huh. uh, my trade in credit I had, and it's the only thing out really. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. It sounded not bad, and I've actually really enjoyed it so far. Um, again, I no expectations for this game other than. It's going to be fun to shoot people in the head. Uh, and that's really what it's been, really. It, it's it's an interesting, generic game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to explain It's a very generic game, like your character. Uh -huh. Like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. I know it's like a World War II scene. Yeah, it's World War II. Other than that, I have no freaking clue. Like, I don't know. Other than I'm a sniper and I'm in World War II shooting people in the head. Um, I'm not it, even sure if uh, I'm shooting Nazis. Aren't you, well, World War II is... You, yeah, you're in the um, African campaign, aren't you? I think so. Yeah, so I it's, think it's Africa. See, so yeah, I don't even know where I'm at. And then the Nazis were invading Africa. Okay, all right. They um, were pretty much any place that was adjacent to Europe in general. They were there <laughs> until they got to Russia. Then they froze to death. Um, no, you never played Risk. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it, it, the controls are pretty damn decent. Uh, the, the, I want to say the visuals are decent. They're not great, but they're, they're very doable. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't really care, like if they were lower or whatever, lower standards than other games. Uh, um, but really the draw for me with this game is the sneaking around, shooting people in the face and watching the x-ray vision <laughs> of the bullet go through their face or their spleens or whatever. Yeah. And like that really it really forces you, not forces you, but it really makes you want to like line the shot up properly so you get to see it. Oh, and sure. And so far it hasn't gotten old. <laughs> <laughs> and I've played it for about four hours. Now, I, how, how far have you gotten those four hours? Like, are they long missions? Like, does it take forever to get yourself where you need to go? Is it? The first mission is real quick. Um, it's real brief, which is nice because it was just like a kind of a tutorial mission and it's easy. The next mission is harder mm -hmm. and it took me about two hours, I think. Wow. Yeah, and that's because I really took my time and uh, I think I died a couple times maybe because I was trying to f run through. You really gotta, you really gotta stay out of the out of the lights and stay in the shadows and just work your right way around the perimeter like you would in any stealth game. Mm -hmm. Take guys out the bodies um and then oh, see, i always like leaving the bodies laying around you can do that too if you want uh as it a, just means that they're gonna be alerted as a warning to everyone else i'm coming <laughs> yes uh the, the neat thing is though that i really found 
that was fun. You can get to these sniping areas where they're specifically telling you, okay, have some fun, shoot people, you know, shoot fish in a barrel up here. And they usually come with some type of sound element with them where you can, you know, uh, hit, hit a generator to make sparking noises. So you, you time your shots to when it makes those sparking noises to hide your shots. That's fun. So it, it becomes like a strategy. Yeah. Like a fun little mini game kind of thing. Um, and you, you really got to be quick because, you know, the sounds are like two seconds long or a second long. So you really got to line that shot up and then wait for it. And it just became like this fun little thing that I, that I was doing. And I, I enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed other things too that weren't stealthy. Like I was, I would find ways to piss off the bad dudes. Like they have uh, trucks and like ammunitions laying around where you can shoot and cause like an uproar. So I would love to like wait for guys to like collect around a truck and then it's like, fing, throw a grenade. <laughs> Watch them all go. <laughs> so that, that was, uh, that was fun. So it's not all stealth, but most of it is stealth related. Um, so I'm about four hours in, and you know, for fifty dollars so far, it's pretty good. I'm having fun. No. Story is a piece of shit. But... <laughs> I was just gonna ask, you, is there a story to it, or there is? And the go dude there, shoot like that Batman. guy. The dude sounds like Batman. He's got his Batman voice. Oh God, a sniper. He's got the Aiden Pierce voice too. Swear to me. <laughs> yeah, he does. That was the first thing I thought of playing Watch Dogs. Really? Was Batman? I didn't get that. Oh, come on. He's all gruff. So. Well, he's gruff, but he's not Batman gruff. He, he's he's Batman gruff. Yeah. They're all Batman gruff. <laughs> I just saw the Lego movie, and uh, the, the dude from um, Will Arnett. Development. What's that? Will Arnett. That's him. Yeah, he does uh, the Batman from, from the Lego movie. He does a good job. Nice. He's a dead ringer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still got to see it. So would you recommend this game as of now? Uh, if you like stealth games, uh, I would definitely recommend it. Now that I had canceled my pre-order? I still think you're going to hate it, but go ahead. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's one of those games where you really got to sneak around, and it takes like two hours of mission. Well, I like sneaking around. Okay. Um, I don't hide bodies like in Assassin's Creed. I like to make piles of them. Well, so far, I really haven't had to hide too many. I've hid them because I can hide them, not because I have to. Oh. So it becomes another one of those things where, like, ooh, can I go through this mission without being seen or spotted? Gotcha. Yeah. That's part of the fun, I think, in, like, Assassin's Creed games. Like, you know, you can make, like, the body piles. Yes. Uh, I haven't tried to. I'm pretty sure in this type of game, if you tried to pile two bodies on top of each other, they would just shoot across the board. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so ah, it's got those yeah. kind of dynamics in it huh well there's there's some rough patches so far but <laughs> did you get the ps4 or xbox one uh version? i bought the ps4 version because apparently the xbox one version has some screen tearing issues among other things yeah lower frame rate screen tearing issues and uh People online were trying to say that the Xbox One version looks better, and they were taking like snippets from one video, snippets from another video, and it's because the PS4 does have an inherent issue where the textures don't load in right away during the cutscenes. Oh, right. Do you remember Thief had the same issue? Yep. So I'm wondering if uh, Sniper Elite 3 has the same engine. I think it's Unreal. <sighs> an Unreal Engine issue. So it's it's an engine issue, really, but it, it is more relevant or prevalent in... Uh, in the PS4. Hmm. Once it all loads, it looks, you know, halfway pretty. Well, that's... Especially the Africa day day scenes look really nice, I thought. Is it hard to... Uh, you Or you had already said the controls are nice. Yeah, I actually really like the controls. Uh, and, you, like, the first mission, I was kind of giddy, to tell you the truth. Uh-huh. Uh, I, was, I was walking around and, like, sneaking around and... Doing all the things, the tutorials, and it just—it was just—it uh, was nice. Hmm. It, it's not like one of those games where I gotta put too much thought into. Ah, you know, it's just kind of like, like a little bit of strategy. It's no middle gear solid. 
It's not, yeah, it's, see, it's not to that extreme, like, uh, you know, Metal Gear Solid, uh, the, the five, whatever, the Ground Zeroes. Mm-hmm. That one, you, you really got to, you got to play it like Metal Gear. If you want to, if you want to play it right, you got to play it like Metal Gear. <laughs> you got to play it like Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> With no emotion. Just sad. I think it's a mask he wears. I don't think it's his real face. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, I know. She's... I think it's CGI. They just CGI like face on him. What if he's not real? What if he himself is just a <laughs> CGI be, character? That could be. <laughs> he's always so stoic. I wouldn't put it past him. Yes, Steve. But look at Metal Gear is freaking crazy. It's depressing. Yeah. The shit that happens to the Snake, Big Boss. Way worse than the shit that happens to uh, Solid Snake. Way worse. Like, or, Big Boss. Or Liquid Snake. Holy shit. Even Liquid Snake. Or Fluffy Snake. The Big Boss has gone through some serious shit. Powdery Snake. <laughs> some serious shit went down. <laughs> oh, so he lost an eye and part lost of his Lost an eye, arm. lost an arm. I think he lost a leg. Oh, he lost a leg too, huh? I th- I think. I, I I'm probably wrong on that. But, I mean, just to... Sh- all for like his country, and then he's just like, you know, fuck this. <laughs> this isn't right. Yeah. Well, you know the the fake arm comes in handy because he won't. He doesn't have to knock against anything now. He can just like. Uh, he can click it. He can just click his. He can just click his. Arm. I think that is the most. That is great because you can't. You can't do that in Ground Zeroes. Well, they want to give you everything yet. I, I don't think you can knock in Ground Zeroes. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Oh, my God. I have it. So what have you been playing? Well, I was playing uh, a lot. A lot of Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, okay. And then I would go to Assassin's Creed 4. And then I would go back to Assassin's Creed 2. And then I would play 4 a little bit and then go, eh. And then I go back to 2. And I smash my controller. <laughs> uh, sometimes I feel I hate myself enough and I put on Watch Dogs. Not me, man. No. Um, other times I feel the need to shoot Nazis, so I put on Wolfenstein. 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 But for the most part, I've been playing Assassin's Creed 2. Nice. Well, I was... I was late to the Assassin's Creed party because I didn't like one. Yeah. It's a tech demo. So, you know, it's just like, I don't like this. Which, I know I'm in the minority of that, but I didn't like it. I didn't like one either. I mean, it wasn't the worst game I ever played, but uh, I found it rather stiff. It was unfun. I could see what they were doing. Like, I, I, I love the idea of the Assassin's Creed games. So oh, I do too. But it built it built up enough foundation for me, and I was late to the Assassin's Creed game too. Like I, I played the first one years ago when it first came out, but I didn't stick with it. I didn't like it. Went back recently, about a year ago, played them all, and I really got into it. Yeah, I have no plans on playing three. Yeah, e- three sucked. Even though I could probably get it for a dollar. Didn't like three. I'm not real like big it. on four. I like four. Uh, yeah, but. Playing it in tandem with two, it's not good. Okay. Compar- yeah. Comparatively. Well. But I have, uh, unless I decide to cancel the pre-order, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I have The Last of Us arriving in two weeks. Well, I cannot wait. The 29th. I cannot wait. You have to give us your review on on the show. I cannot wait. Well, I might cancel it. No, 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 no. No. Why? 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 No, no. You need to get it, and then you need to review it. I'm getting, the, I'm getting the uh, sense that you think I'll hate it, so that's why I'm probably gonna. That's why I was thinking about canceling it. I don't know if you're gonna hate it, but I definitely are gonna be like, this is hard, <laughs> <laughs> and this is scary. <laughs> yeah, and it's not the same kind of scary as most games. It, it, N- not the uh, Resident Evil like ah scary. The Last of Us had had a scary to it that was okay the thing's in the room with me and it's blocking the exit what do I do to get out of this room <laughs> shoot it nope you don't shoot it because you're going to alert everybody else and they're going to eat you 
Hmm. So the last of us is very special. Can you put your phone on it and call it? So everybody runs to the monster. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. Really good game. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I should. Anyway. All right. Well, that's our show. <clears throat> that is it. You know, let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered today in this episode. With the, with the news or with Sniper Elite 3. Were you a fan of the other ones? Because we get the idea that Doomy wasn't. And then he tricked me into canceling my pre-order. <laughs> Did what not. do you think of Cliffy B's new endeavor? <laughs> and now his thoughts on uh, the people who played, who pay to win. <laughs> so uh, head over to our Facebook page and leave us a comment. Let us know. Uh, also check out our site at humblebazooka.com. There we have links to our Twitter page and Facebook pages, as well as links a uh, link to the Rhymes with Geek Network. Uh, we want to give out some shout-outs to the other shows on the network. There's Anti-Fanboy. You can check out Feed It Comics. What up, Doc? The Incompetent Comic Cabal cast. Life Leave Me Alone. Loaded Dice cast. Stuff like that. There's the Penthouse podcast on the network. Uh, Super Podcasto Magnifico. A show that I am also on is El Blanco Gigante. With the cute and cuddly Juan Dejo. There's the Death of <laughs> Comics. And Ultimate Face Palm, which is a really good show. Should be checked out. They gave us a shout out too on their uh on their last show. So thank you guys. But uh they're 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 a great show. They're they're a they're a long like a long format. Like you get like you get like two hours of content from them. Like it's good stuff. They're an LP. Huh? They're an LP. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're really it's a really <laughs> good show. They're funny as hell. And also check out Doc Flux's new endeavor of Game Face Theater at GameFaceTheater.com. So and with all that, we'll be back next week, which is the start of the Destiny beta. Woohoo! Yeah. It'll probably be a very short show. <laughs> It'll be us saying hi and then goodbye. Hi, too busy playing. Bye. <laughs> so until next week, say bye, Doomy. Hadouken! <laughs>